Behind the Screens takes you beyond the code and into the open source community with short interviews from live events all over the world. Made possible by Lullaby, your number one source for strategy, design, and Drupal development for large-scale digital publishing. Find us on Twitter at Lullabot or in your browser at lullabot.com. Today, we're going behind the screens at DrupalCon Seattle, and I'm talking with Leslie Glynn. Leslie, welcome back to DrupalCon. I know this is not your first. You've been to a number so far. Why has it been so important for you to continue to come back to DrupalCon? I try to come to DrupalCon every year since 2012, when I first was introduced to Drupal, just because the community is great, just to meet up with people that I've you know, seen year after year, and just to continue learning new things, and that's the way you learn is from the community. So what is it that you do with Drupal? So I'm technically a Drupal freelancer, uh, but I've been working with Redfin Solutions up in Portland, Maine for a couple of years, doing mostly project management, um, site building, um, and other, you know, whatever whatever they need help with, a lot of client support, whatever they need help with, I do. So, so it's sort of a Drupal generalist. Exactly. I have a development background, but I don't really do a lot of Drupal development per se, um, but I know the technical aspects of project management and stuff like that. What do you hope to gain when, aside from meeting people and reconnecting, is there anything in particular you hope to gain from this particular this DrupalCon? Sure. Well, I help with uh, I help co-organize Design for Drupal, which is uh, in Cambridge, uh, Massachusetts, every year in June. So I like coming here just to let people know about the camp and also, you know, to talk to potential sponsors, speakers, trainers, things like that. So kind of to grow, help grow the Boston community by coming here. And this is a great place to do that because we have, I mean, people are coming from all over the country. So to talk to different potential speakers, to figure out what other organizers are doing as well, help grow the local camps, which is really important. How long have you been working with Design for Drupal? Uh, Design for Drupal, I started out as a community, I mean, I'm sorry, a volunteer um, coordinator for Design for Drupal. I think in like 2014 maybe, I did that for two or three years and then finally some of the organizers stepped away so I just kind of defaulted to being one of the co-organizers and that's what I do now. That's great. There's a lot of things that happen at DrupalCon. We have this year the format has changed a bit. We have two days of summits and trainings on Monday and Tuesday. Sessions now only on Wednesday and Thursday but we still have the contribution day on Friday. So I know you've been a part of that in the past. So are you planning on participating again with Contribution Day, and uh, what, in what capacity? What, uh, why do you like to do that, and what, what do you hope to get from that? Sure, so I think Contribution is, is great for everybody, for all different levels, whether you're a project manager or a tester or whatever. You know, you don't have to be a developer or a themer. There's many opportunities for everybody to contribute. So locally, I've been helping doing sprints locally, you know, trying to bring everybody in you know, to do the contributions. Um, so at DrupalCon last year, I was the first time Sprinter's um, workshop lead. Um, this year I didn't sign up for that because I had some issues, family issues that I needed to deal with, so I wasn't able to commit because I didn't know for sure I'd be able to be here, but I'm still going to be a Sprint mentor for the first time. I love working with first-timers um, just to show them the ropes of how to contribute so they can learn here and then continue to do it when they get back to their own communities. Like that, so you're able to teach people not only how to do it themselves, but to, to help them be able to teach others to bring that back. So do you prefer to teach people within the code, like actually setting up their local environments and how the code works, or do you prefer to 
to mentor people more on issue cues or what what area of contribution do you prefer to work with? Sure. So, like I said, I haven't been doing a lot of Drupal development, so I don't get too technical with them. I want to teach them the process of how to contribute, why it's important, how to go in the issue queue, how to select an issue, and who to get in touch with, you know, what resources, what other mentors are out there so that they feel that they always have support. You know, they can do whatever they want to do in terms of contributing and, um, you know, always have somebody to ask questions to. What's something about the Drupal community, because you said like you've been around for a few years now, what is one thing you think the Drupal community is doing really, really well, and what's something that you think is an area where the community could stand to improve? So I think the thing that they do really, really well is the community itself. Just reaching out, just helping everybody, just being supportive of new community members, existing community members. You know, anybody has any questions, there's always somebody that's willing to, you know, to help you out. So I think that's the best part of the Drupal community. What's challenging about the Drupal community, I think is as the Drupal community grows, it's more difficult to reach everybody. Like it used to be easy to kind of spot new, new, newcomers. So I could, you know, I try to make a habit of going and saying hello to somebody that's new. But now that the community is so large, you know, you don't necessarily have that, um, you know, perspective of, you know, who the best reach out to. No, that, that's a really great point as we were, you and I were sitting in the community summit here a little bit ago, and we were talking about why it seems that numbers appear to be dwindling at local meetups. And it got to, got us to think that we sort of grew up with Drupal and created it to what it is now, but it was much smaller when a lot of us began. So as, as we've grown up with it, and it's, it, it's sort of lost its hobbyist feel, um, it, it's grown into this big enterprise thing, and it's so large now, that it is hard to recognize everybody the way you used to have you know, when it was a smaller group, when it was more niche. And that, that's something that I think we're going to have to start addressing as a whole in terms of local communities and sort of grassroots who's coming in as the next generation. What made you want to join the Drupal community in the first place? So sort of what is your origin story? How did you get started? And what would be the one thing that could happen that would cause you to leave the community? Um, I kind of got Drupal dropped in my lap at a, at a previous job and they kind of gave me a small project and said, you know, here you go. I honestly had no idea what Drupal was. I went to a Western Mass Drupal camp. Great speakers, I met some great people there, um, the whole community feel. Um, and then I went to a talk where Angie Byron was speaking. I don't remember whether it was a DrupalCon or a camp. And she talked about how she was in a corner of the room when she first started Drupal, didn't know anybody, and people reached out and helped her, and I think of where she is today, and if that person hadn't reached out, so I try to kind of reach out. I would never be an Angie Byron, but I want to just try and reach out and help other people feel welcome in the community, so some somebody's going to do great things um, by being a member of the community. I like that. That's I haven't heard that story before. That's really great. And a complete hypothetical, what, what would be one thing that, would, that could happen in the community that would tell you, like, I think it's time to leave now? That's a really hard question. I've never considered leaving. I mean, I think the common thing is once you come for the Drupal community, you always stay. I honestly don't know what would cause me to leave, you know, maybe a family issue where I wasn't working in Drupal anymore. Mm -hmm. That could be something. It would have to be something personal, I guess, that would cause me to leave the Drupal community. Yeah, a major upheaval, a major shift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that, that goes to say we're, we are doing a lot right with the community. There's not a lot of people who are, I mean, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have 
with this many people, some people are going to choose to stay and go. But by and large, everyone is staying here because it's great, and we're really working hard to keep it that way. I'm going to take this and, and flip it around from the work a bit. If uh, you, you said you're a freelancer, but you do some work with another employer, but if they were to tell you, Leslie, take a month off, completely paid to do whatever you want to do, to work on whatever you want to work on, what would you do? I love sports, so I definitely would spend some time going to some sporting events, but I would also, I love helping people, love teaching people things, so I would find some way to volunteer somewhere, whether it's a senior center or something local, I would probably spend part of that time giving back to, you know, to people. Yeah. All right, so favorite sports teams? Oh, I'm from Boston, so. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins, all of them. Nice. Yeah, that's a, you guys have a loyal fan base out there, I'll say that. Yeah, we've won a few championships here and there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom Brady, is he retiring next year? No, he's got a couple more years. Okay, yeah, that's what I figured. Let's do, I'm going to try some of these uh, new creative ones I've thrown onto my cheat sheet. If you could be any piece of furniture, what is, what is your, the piece of furniture that represents you? What would you be? Maybe a lamp that gives people some new information, you know, some, you know, new light, new thoughts, new, you know, as you're walking to the room, you, yeah. there's a light for you. I know, I, I, that's a great answer. I really like that. You, know, you, like you said, you like to teach, you like to help people learn and volunteer that work. So yeah, showing, shedding light on things to enlighten, yeah, to enlighten people. Right. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Being that you've gone to so many Drupal cons, so that's, you know, obviously a lot of travel. Do you have any good travel tips or any fun travel stories that you'd like to share. Let me think about that one for a minute. I do enjoy going to the Drupal cons, going to the different cities. I think the uh, Drupal Association does a great job selecting different cities with different, you know, styles, feels, you know, Nashville, LA, all the different things. So I think it gives us all an opportunity to see, you know, states and parts of the country that we probably would never, at least I would never on my own go to. So I guess my travel tip is, you know, if you're going to go to the Drupal cons, you know, enjoy the, you know, spend a day or so enjoying wherever you are um, besides being at the con. Yeah, that's a great advice. Have you had a chance to do that yet here in Seattle? I have not, but I've been to Seattle before because my daughter ran a marathon here a couple of years ago, so I did explore the Space Needle. So there's a lot of great things to do in Seattle, and hopefully at the end of this week I'll find a few new things to check out. Great. Is there anything, and this could be work-related or not, but uh, anything that you've accomplished recently that was maybe a big problem that you overcame or something that you're particularly proud of that, that you solved or accomplished? This is a really sad story, but my best friend uh, from first grade, which is over 50 years, um, passed away two weeks ago. And I think my biggest accomplishment was being there for her during all that time. You know, she was sick for a while, but the last couple months she was really bad. She was at home, so I tried to spend as much time as I could with her. So. Wow. That's the best thing I've done recently. That, that's, uh, that's a pretty hard thing to top. That's pretty amazing. I'd like to wrap it up by sharing some thanks and gratitude with people because, as you know, in the community, we've all, we all help each other. Is there anybody in particular or a group of people that you would like to say thank you to or share some gratitude with who given you a hand along the way? There are so many people in the community. I don't think I could begin to start naming them because I feel like I would leave people off. Um, I think all the mentors that have helped along the way, all the trainers I've had, all the people I've worked with, just pretty much everybody I've touched in the Drupal community has helped me out, so I'd have to say thanks to all of them. Yeah, it's, it's hard to pick just one or two people. Well, Leslie, thank you very much for taking a few minutes to talk to me about the, the mentorship and the training and everything. I really enjoyed it. Okay, thank you so much, Chris.
Hey, it's Carl, one of the co-organizers of the first ever flyover camp. Tell us about the camp, Carl. Well, it is on May 31st through June 2nd at the University of Missouri, Kansas City campus. The first two days are going to be normal sessions with keynotes, and the last day is going to be a contribution sprint. The cost is $38, and you can register at flyovercamp.org. Excellent. We'll see you there.